Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Latch Mama Podcast. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, Latch Mama Podcast is for the mothers and the trenches of parenthood. Um, we are talking today about finding and trusting people to help you watch your kiddos. You're listening to Latch Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, busy mom of six and owner of LatchMama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. Hi, Lindy. Hi. How are you? Great. Once again, we're back in our new little setup. We got rid of the pandemic six-foot table, chilling in chairs today. Yeah. So this was a um, sourced question from the group, as mm-hmm. well as a lot of people on staff at Latch Mama. And I think we've touched on it a few times before. We've done before. this before, but... Um, but I think it's always a good one to talk about because um, I think it's a really, really hard step for somebody to start realizing that they need help for whatever reason, whether they're working or they just need a mental break mm-hmm. and figuring out how you find those quality people in life to watch your kiddos while you are not around. For me, I'm always looking. <laughs> I am looking at the Chick-fil-A drive through I am looking at every restaurant I go to. I am looking... For friends of friends of friends. I'm looking for recent college graduates. I'm always looking. So if you'd like to submit your name to me, please send me an email. <laughs> um, seriously, though, like I have found, I mean, my life does not work without substantial help. Um, but I adore, like the people who watch, who help me watch our kids and mm-hmm. basically help me raise my children are absolutely a part of our family. Like, hands down, incredible. Love them. Love them. Love them. Yeah. Um, but I didn't start here. Like, I started with just a couple of hours a day. Mm-hmm. Um, started with a family friend. Then went. Then it progressed. And then it progressed. <laughs> Still haven't. I'm trying to think about how many, like, strangers, like, I have brought in to watch our children. I don't know. Three at this point? Two? Three? I really like truly, a true stranger like hey for th- 60 seconds and leave or like you meeting them first. No like or... like going on care.com. No I mean I've interviewed yeah. like, interview everybody but like truly do not have any yes. like Kevin Bacon like connections with them. Okay. You know. Yeah. Um, which is scary. Like I n- always hate having to go the stranger route. Yeah. Um, but normally I'm lucky enough if I ask enough and I look around enough mm-hmm. And I just kind of, I feel like a little <laughs> serpent out there. Always, like literally, I'm always looking. It's like they have these like line in sales. It's like you're always closing. I am always looking for nannies. Like every person that comes in to interview at Latch Mama, I'm always like, so what do you think of kids? Like I, I, I literally <laughs> always have it in my back pocket because it is, because it is so, they are so hard to find. I know. So hard to find. And it is almost like falling in love. Like you need to click with them because you know what? Like they're watching your kids, which is the number one reason why you need to click with them. But you become intimately part of yeah. like their life. They become yours. Like I want to be able to roll out of bed without a bra on. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we all know. Never mind. I was going to say, never mind. I don't <laughs> I know where be, that was going. You totally know where that was going. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, they just become part of your house and your life. Yeah. And like you want to not have to be on right. all the time around them. Agreed. Um, I don't know. I'm talking a lot. I was trying to think back to 
when I had one child. I think, I know what we've heard is kind of like, do I trust them watching my child? Uh I think for me, it was the guilt of needing it or wanting it. Yeah. That would hold me back from either trying to find it Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Yeah. So I I don't laugh this morning. We were talking on the call and our team was like, can you please just record on this? Which is really funny because I don't feel like I'm really an expert on this. And they're like, how do you just make that decision to trust somebody to watch your kids? And I laughed and I was like, it's out of desperation. It's like out of survival. It's Mm -hmm. rock bottom. It's like the idea that even somebody who Mm. is a stranger to you, can probably love on your children and have more energy than you could in that moment. Right. And that's not really exactly where I got. Um, but as Latch Mama grew, I knew like every time I would cry to Eric, I mean, I would cry and he would say, the answer to this, sweetie, is we've got to get more help. And like it would happen in six month windows mm-hmm. all through from when I had two kids until now. Yeah. Because the company would grow and I was either pregnant or whatever and the kids would be the kids and he would say it means we need more help and it was where most of the time it was more help at Latch Mama but sometimes it was adding extra hours for a nanny or adding Mm -hmm. a nanny or adding a house cleaner or trying to figure out how to finagle this huge jigsaw puzzle of you know how to move life forward and all feel you know secure and safe and moving forward you know yeah it's so difficult because i do look back when we had one two three four up to six kids and i mean i really didn't i didn't have a job i didn't like Mm -hmm. that was what i did day in and day out and my husband was working and trying to support eight people is Mm -hmm. a lot of pressure and there's not much extra at all Mm -hmm. um and so I know when I started, I was like, I have to do, you know, mm-hmm. kind of something for myself, something needed to change and all that. And I started working a little bit and it's difficult because at that point it literally just paid for, you know, me mm-hmm. to get out of the house a little bit, you know, yeah. whatever I brought in. But, uh, but a lot of times the money and the financial stands in the way and it's really, really difficult. And mm-hmm. how do you find that support, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it's oh, interesting it's just, though, it's because so you, hard. You can't put a dollar amount on your ability to come back to the house and parent and be there. Like I was laughing yesterday. Like I don't normally do anything on the weekends, but hang out with my kids. And I took two hours yesterday. I don't know. It was daylight saving. So I didn't have any idea what time it was. And the day was just dragging on. Mm -hmm. So I actually left before nap time. I normally, if I leave, I normally leave during nap time. But Eric was still doing lunch with the kids. And I was like, hey, I'm out. He was like, okay. I can tell you, I came back home that afternoon. Like, so I was gone for about two hours. The kids were besides themselves. They were like, where's mom? I'm like, you guys are watching screens anyways. Like, you don't really, like, you don't need me. But like the idea that I even left the house on a weekend was like too much for them. Um, but I came home and I was such a better mom, a better wife. I was just completely overwhelmed by mm-hmm. talking and touching and all the stuff that you get to be as a parent. And it was nice. I mean, I didn't, I mean, Eric watched the kids, so I didn't need to have anybody mm-hmm. else, you know, yeah. there, but it's just don't underestimate like yeah. the value of having that time and that mental, yeah. mental break. Um, but sometimes there yeah. is no money. 
like there is no money for paid yeah. help and I 100% get it and understand because I felt like I was there for many mm-hmm. years and we were very thankful to live near grandparents but you know not everybody's always available mm-hmm. and I kind of wish I had the mental energy that I could have put into making a friend mm-hmm. because I didn't I was just so depleted yeah. from just trying to be a good mom to my kids that I could possibly set up something with a neighbor and we trade it off yeah. an hour each day or two hours in the morning or sometimes something it, like that. But then the guilt easier. was holding yeah. me back. That's just yeah. for me. So you just got to let go of it. Yeah. But I mean, literally you, I mean, in most places in the country, what 12 to $15 an hour, um, you know, one day a week, if you can, if you can put it aside two hours or something mm-hmm. like that, or an hour, just go outside, go for a walk, go lock yourself in your bedroom take a shower, mm-hmm. watch a show. Um, but seriously, I think finding the right people is yeah. such a quest. And honestly, I compare it to, cause I'm, I would probably say I'm an expert at it at this point. Um, I would like compare it to literally dating, finding a good therapist, like literally clicking. There has to be a click. Yeah. Like I tell a story about the kids started martial arts and I think I've told it on this podcast before and they went to this homeschool martial arts class and I remember looking at the instructor and Eric looked at me and I looked at him and I looked back at the instructor and he was like you want her don't you and it wasn't like a sexual way he knew exactly what I was doing and I and like and we just laughed and I was like absolutely I was like she is incredible I was like, she has to be part of our family. And I mean, I, I let it ride out. The kids did martial arts for like three or four years. Eventually, she reached out to me and she was like, I can't do this anymore. I want to leave. Do you have any availability any availability at Latch Mama? And Allie was getting ready to go out with having her first child. And it was like this whole big thing. So the stars lined up beautifully. I sometimes use Latch Mama as a holding pattern. She came in. She worked here for a little while. And then she's been our nanny through. She's getting ready to have her second her third kid, but her second since she's been working with us. But um, so it's that it's like those magic moments that are just like, it's like literally dating for me. Yeah, I know. It's so funny. I remember um, because we've have um, her name's Anessa and she's been with us since the twins were like 18 months or 13, 15 months, something like that. And I remember Mm because I took a couple of my oldest to Woodlake camp. Yeah. And I had known her from American Family way back. Did she work at the kids' zone? Yes. And, um, you know, she knew a couple of my kids, and I knew her a little bit, and we'd always yeah. say hi and whatnot. But then she was like, oh, you're doing the camps? And I was like, then it like, I was like, do you, are you looking for anything else? Because at yeah. that point, I needed something a little bit more consistent, but it was still only a couple of days a week. Yeah. And like, that's how it started. She and, grew with your family. And now, like, yeah, I don't. It's I don't, I don't I don't think she could leave. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's really really beautiful because I hear like on the call and in the group like how do you ever trust them? And I think it happens slowly. It happens like mm-hmm. any other relationship. Mm-hmm. But then you get to the point where you trust them as much as I would trust myself with my kids. Like like we just stopped one podcast and jumped into another and I looked down at my phone and Hannah had asked me she was like, "Hey, I promised the kids a sleepover," meaning two of mine. So Caroline and Benjamin and she's like before the baby comes and she was like I don't know how much more time we have she's like can we do it tonight and there was not a question in my mind that those kids would not be just as safe with Hannah Mm -hmm. at her house tonight as they would be with me it's like Caroline had an allergic reaction and my first reaction was 
Hannah was overreacting, not, oh my gosh, my kid's not safe with Hannah right now. You know, my first reaction was, hey, let's meet in the parking lot of Kid Med before you go in just to make sure that you're not like (laughs) loving my kid more than I would be in this moment. Not really, but you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like just, it's just, there you just build a relationship. It's like any other thing, Mm -hmm. but you just have to try and then slowly start to move forward in it. Because they're going to fall in love, too, for the most part. Uh-huh. And they're going to fall in love with your family. And they're going to fall yeah. in love with your kids. And yeah. when it works, guys, it is literally the most beautiful, enriching thing. I mean, can we talk about stuff? <sighs> this is like this is like an <laughs> you ode. You have so many. This is like an ode to my nanny <laughs> podcast. Um, so we have a group on Facebook called <clears throat> Mama Needs a Sitter or something. And I have found that with big families, the two things that I look for are either you have to have come from a big family or have traveled internationally. Those are like my two things. Like if you can navigate the streets of India, you can navigate four <laughs> o'clock at, like at my house, like literally like it's incredible because sometimes it looks like a the third world country. India. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's terrible <laughs> sometimes at my house. Um, but I jumped on this post and I felt, I literally felt like I was like trying to like, bid on a car that was underpriced because Steph like literally there was probably like 50 comments that wanted her she had just come back from Thailand teaching English like I knew I had it in the bag if I could just get the meeting you know like have you ever like went for a job interview and you were like if I can just get the meeting I can win her over I can do it I can do it so I, I remember that conversation yeah. too. I and think. I was like, I found one guys I found one and I don't was even know if Facebook? we really needed one yeah I don't even know if like I don't know. I think Allie, yeah, Allie was leaving because Connor was going to school up and he had his, re- his residency was starting. It was a whole big yeah. thing. Um, but she came over and I was like, this is either going to go really well or really badly. And um, the kids had found out that she was from Austria. Like she's not from Austria. She was born in Austria, but they put on this big sound of music number that they had learned at theater in like theater <laughs> class it's either going to send her packing yeah or it was amazing secure. and now it's just part of our story <laughs> and Steph is going to graduate in May with her MSW and she's going to change the world she's going to hopefully come work here and run our NPO for us but even if she doesn't she'll be like a glorious LCSW and she's going to change the world and I just love the idea that we were part of her journey and she loves the kids like loves them to the point where like little sweet things happen during the day and she tears up and like guys strangers can get there with your kids Mm -hmm. they a hundred percent can you just have to get to the point where you trust them and you build it so it's not as easy as hey go on a website find somebody to watch your kids it's all over you have to be just as invested in building that relationship and getting to know them as they are getting to know you I know this is way I don't even know what percentage of people can actually like relate to this podcast but it's seriously like trust is not going to be built just by you coming home from having somebody watch your Mm -hmm. kids and your kids be safe that's part of it for sure Mm -hmm. but you have to get to know them like they have to like or have them over where you don't leave and you guys hey we're gonna do something outside today do you want to stop by for an hour and like hang out yeah we laughed. Yeah. Like, I've even I've offered for that to be paid. Uh huh. Um, yep. Absolutely, because it's their time. But it's like you don't have to go anywhere. You yep. can see if there's connection in like yeah. off the bat connection yeah. with your kids, which yeah. mine are like everyone's my friend. Yeah. Um. But even 
even if there's not that immediate connection with your kids because i have a couple like we laugh it like took nathan said it took him two years with Allie because he had had a little bit of a rough one with a nanny before that Mm -hmm. and it only took him six months or he says a year with Steph, which we (laughs) laugh about all the time but um you know we had three birthdays in october and um there was the cutest conversation and it actually makes me really emotional and I don't know why, but like Steph has a boyfriend named James and um, Hannah has her husband whose name is Jack and they were on the way out of the door after the third birthday for the month. So they had all driven out to the farm, partners included for Mm -hmm. all three of these evening birthday parties during the week. They all have jobs. Um, And there was like this conversation between these two grown men that who, who was going to miss a birthday first? (laughs) <laughs> and it was like, I'm not going to miss one. I'm not going to miss one either. So there was like this standoff on like, who was going to miss the first Wirt family birthday after this? Like when the next one was and they were going to make sure they got it because they were going to win. And they weren't going to miss and one the of these sweater, kids' birthdays. The, oh, the yeah. Oh, that's the cute. That's and... a cute little thing. So we do Christmas presents and we, ha- we do nanny Christmas every year where the nannies come over and um, we celebrate them. And, you know, they just they're such an incredible part of our life and our family and so we do a whole Christmas celebration and stuff with them but (laughs) Jack's dad he's this big Richmond attorney and it's just it's funny he was raised beautifully in terms of just you know doing what's polite and stuff like that but um I've given him I didn't realize that I gave him a Patagonia sweater one year and then I gave him I think a Vineyard Vine sweater the next year and they're exactly the same color and they're like exactly the same thing but I just forget stuff like that but he wears it no matter the season to our house and that's the funny part it's like he'll come over for like something in the summer or like it was really hot the other day yeah. but there's jack in his like in, in, in his patagonia better than better than sweater fleece zip up and it's just the cutest thing i don't know i just i, I don't know i think it's just yeah. like anybody else it's like how i'm sure if you're divorced and you start dating again or there's a step situation where your partner gets divorced and like mm-hmm. how do you how do you get to the point where you trust somebody else with your children? Because it right. is the hardest thing in the world because you love them. Yeah. But it's literally like you have to put the time into the relationship. There has to be initial click. They have to be safe. Do the background mm-hmm. checks. Do whatever. Um, for us, I don't do – I struggle a little bit with people who are in like a holding pattern in life um, because I don't – as you guys can see, they truly become a part of our family, but I want them to become a part of my kids' lives too. So I tend to stay away from like the whole, hey, I'm home for two months for school and, you know, like I'm looking for, you know, something to fill the time, Um, you know, and really truly dig into those people who, you know, want to be part of your life and your kids. But the cool thing, the interesting thing about nannies too is that I have learned and they've been, this has been one of my, larger teaching moments with the whole child help type of thing is that normally they're not going to stay forever. Um, And letting people come into my life in that intimate way and then letting people leave my life knowing that Mm -hmm. I have loved them and my kids have loved them and they're leaving, you know, with growth and, you know, a new found kind of, love for whatever my family's been able to bring them and teach them um has been a really cool thing too you know but they're i mean they're 100 percent they're gonna come back in some yeah. ways yeah even if it's visits yeah. or 
I had technology. Yeah. <laughs> FaceTime. Absolutely. Um, yeah. They will absolutely be involved in their lives. Yeah. And I know I've also said this too. I'm like, sure they'll be at weddings. Oh, uh, 100%. Absolutely. Like, you know, we'll be at their weddings. That's like way and, down the road, but like. Yeah. 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 It's so cool. Um, I don't know, but it's just like welcome them and um, embrace the fact that when you like there are good parts, there are hard parts. There are parts where you literally have to somehow trust somebody with your children. But the cool part is, is that anybody who's outside of your family is going to bring things to your children that anybody inside of your family cannot bring. And most of the time, it's really good stuff. They're going to bring their favorite recipes. They're going to bring, you know, their childhood memories. They're going to bring their traditions. They're going to bring sometimes, you know, their perspective on something that your kids would never have Mm -hmm. um, if not, you know, for the fact that there was somebody else spending time with them. Agreed. Which is way cool, too. Um, I don't know. So, yeah. So, I found a few on Care.com, found a few on Facebook. Um, vet the heck out of them, of course. Um, ask the good questions. You should know, though, pretty quickly um, in terms of a good fit for your family. Um, have them to the house with you there. Have them to dinner. Have them to those messy, messy moments where you would not want anybody to be in your life mm-hmm. to see. Not the Pinterest moments. Not like the Instagram-worthy moments. Have them into the mess yeah. um, and see how they react. <clears throat> yeah and I think word of mouth too like I yeah. have no problem sharing a name of a sitter that I mm-hmm. loved if, you, if you're in a hard place where maybe you don't have like a neighbor neighborhood where you could get some mm-hmm. names um, and meet some yeah um, some young teens and things like that um, word of you know word yeah. of mouth ask some friends um, don't be afraid <laughs> This is kind of a slippery slope, and this is very latch mama y. Um, I don't know. I, I struggle sometimes with the nannies bringing other kids with them. Um, but if you look at how we built Latch Mama and you look at some of the most amazing people I've ever met in my life, they're the people who literally are just trying to put kind of a way of life where they get to have their babies and they get to have an income too. Mm-hmm. Um, we've always allowed our nannies to bring their babies after they're born with them to work. Um, always with additional support. Like we've never done it in such a way where they have six kids and an infant of their own. Um, but you Mm -hmm. know, don't be too terrified of letting somebody bring their entire self to work. Um, especially if your kids are a little bit older and a little bit more self-sufficient. Um, but truly like valuing, the people you bring into your life, not as people who you are paying to do a job, but as like imperfect, beautiful human beings who are there to just kind of learn from you and you're there to learn from them. And together you're in this mission of hopefully, you know, raising these beautiful humans, you know, I don't know. Yeah. That's really deep and really corny, but like, that's truly how I feel like you have to look at it. Mm-hmm. Or it does get very, very heavy. Like, how could I ever trust anything going wrong here? Or how can I walk away from this situation not knowing if my kid's going to be okay? I think it's truly in that relationship you build. Yeah. Agreed. So, And it's much easier when it's not a stranger. It's much easier when you literally can rack your brain, go on your, your own Facebook page, put something out there, yep. try and find somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. Um, 
<clears throat> that's always the easier way. But there's also some really cool options um, on acare.com. You just sometimes have to get, you know, creative. Like I hired, yeah. I hired, hired Allie out of working part-time at Montessori school looking for, um, you know, babysitting gigs. And I was yeah. like, hey, you really happy there? You know, come to us. And she's yeah. 100% a part of our family yeah. now. And I know some, maybe you're not looking for a younger individual, yeah. but I think there are some incredibly mature high schoolers, mm-hmm. juniors, seniors, yeah. just into college um, humans out there that yeah. are incredible and I think could teach yeah. your kids a whole lot. I mean, Rebecca, who started with us when she was 16, she's almost 18. She is about as steadfast, hard worker, loves my children, mm-hmm. like unbelievable, like yeah. part of so our family. So take a chance. Have them come over. Like they yeah. also have a lot of energy too. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that I think what you just said is like the takeaway here is like if you know that you need help and if you know that you need to hire somebody to watch your kids and help you with your kids, have them over, invite them to your chaos, because I can promise you, you're not going to be able to hide it from them. You're not going to be able to hide the bad mornings. You're going to yell at your partner in front of them. You are going to yell at your kids in front of them, probably. Your kid is going to rub poop on the wall around them. Like you're going to have crap in the toilet when they go to use it like i mean it's Mm -hmm. it it is literally a very very vulnerable real relationship you're going to build with them so treat it that way and i think it becomes a lot easier yeah